Podcast. We're a pioneer church based in Loughborough in the UK. Our mission is to make disciples to establish heaven on earth. The Bible has so much to say about our relationships as the people of God. There are so many passages to choose from, but Hebrews 10 starts with God and not us. It starts with the good news of Jesus Christ and that it seems to be a really fitting conclusion to our frontline series. Our lives are lived in response to the Father's love displayed in Jesus. It's his power at work within us that transforms us and, his, and as his disciples empowers us to establish heaven on earth on every front line in our lives. This passage in Hebrews is packed full of the language of community. The invitation to follow Jesus is to us, not simply about you and God. The language in the passage clearly shows God's plan for us is based on relationships with each other, not as a collection of individuals. The author refers to brothers and sisters. Let us go on right into present, in the presence of God. Let us hold tight. Let's motivate one another. Let's meet together. Let's encourage one another. So when we gather, we encourage one another. We remind one another about the full story of the gospel that we've been invited into. And as a consequence, we equip one another for our daily lives. The point of the passage is that we need each other. Our times together as church are a great opportunity to be reminded that Jesus wants his disciples to follow him every day, every hour, and in every area of our lives. When we do this, our environment and relationships are impacted by God. Open Heaven's mission statement is making disciples who establish heaven on earth. We are all involved. Heaven will come to every part of the earth and society. Gathering as church gives us opportunities to practice together so we can live out God's kingdom, power and gifts on the front lines. As we live out loving one another, loving God together, we grow in our faith and grow in our impact. So I want to examine what this scripture tells us and how it will help one another to grow together. Well, we can hold on to hope together. As a church family, we need to help one another to hold on to faith. There are many things that would tempt us to give up on following Jesus or at least grow cold in our faith. It's a simple reality that many things just come against us. But in the last year and a half, it feels like the dial has just been turned right up and our faith has been severely tested. Alongside the pandemic challenges, ill health, job loss, fear, isolation and loss of control, we all face the ongoing normal challenges, work, friendship and family dynamics, financial pressure. And faced with these fears and challenges, deep hurts and disappointments in life uh, can be picked up. We battle temptations to indulge our wants. We turn to easy comforts to distract or numb ourselves from pain. Maybe it's a simply a weariness from the pressures of life that leave us feeling separated from God and from others. So here the writer of Hebrews encourages us to hold on to hope together in three different ways. Number one, he urges us to draw near to God together. In the Old Testament, only the priests could go into God's presence. They were the ones separated out for that purpose. 
Now it's open for everyone because Jesus opened a way. I know for me that stepping into places of worship with others shifts my atmosphere and shifts me back to God. And I've discovered regularly reading and hearing the Bible read to me shapes my thoughts. You know, even a verse a day can dramatically change my mental and emotional perspective. God feels nearer when his words are regularly in my mind. Secondly, we remind one another that we have complete assurance of our faith. As we focus on Jesus together, we discover who we are and as a result of what he has done for us. It was by his grace that we're chosen and accepted. Faith in Jesus reminds us that we're saved, not by our own effort, but by Jesus. And thirdly, we experience peace. As we come to him with the things that weigh heavy on our hearts, we discover that we're covered by his grace. The Hebrews writer describes that we've been sprinkled with his blood. Now, shedding of blood of animals was actually in the Old Testament, uh, was the key way that was used to cover a sin and a means of making peace again with God. But then the power of the cross, where Jesus' blood was shed, is what gives us the fresh start and the fresh wear ahead. Verse 22 says, a guilty conscience are cleansed. We're renewed. The verse reminds us of the baptism vows we might have taken, that our bodies are being washed with pure water. Moving on to Hebrews 10 verse 24 tells us we grow together when we spur one another on to good works. Now, spurs are a strong word. Spurs are used to make a horse go faster by jabbing it in the ribs. It's got the idea of inciting and provoking one another. And it's a strange word when it's linked to love and good works. The provocative nature of the word spur indicates the importance of contending with each other so that we live out our faith well on our front lines. We can grow weary of doing good. People can be ungrateful or even manipulate us. Our best efforts may not seem to lead to lasting change. So it is easy to give up, to stop serving, or to just look after ourselves. The writer of Hebrews recognised that we can help one another, not by allowing each other to give up, to keep the challenge before us, to keep going. So what does it look like in our church life together? When we help each other, we recognise God at work in one another. It will focus our purpose for the front line. We do this when we start to share stories of answered prayer or when we've stepped out in faith. The stories inspire confidence and courage in God and the vulnerability of sharing them is powerful. It builds connection with each other. We can send text messages of encouragement that come to, of those that come to mind during the week. And when we share what God's done in, in our lives or is showing you, that is powerful. When your small group or WhatsApp chat lights up with truth from scripture, encouragement and testimony, it shifts the atmosphere and it reorientates our minds and our spirits onto Jesus and his kingdom again. How could we do more to help one another? Can we stand with each other on the front line with prayer, consistently and faithfully praying for each other and their situations? What about meeting up for prayer walks in your lunch hour if you're located near each other? What about looking out for others in open heaven who share a common front line with you? The education small group is so inspiring and good at this. People with a common front line who bring specific encouragement and wisdom to each other. 
seeking the wisdom from the community for your situation is powerful. When we gather together, what we learn, we take with us. As we learn how to activate the gifts of the Spirit, we can build confidence to then bring that into the workplace, into our families, into our neighbourhoods. We start to pray in tongues on our way to work, university or on the school run. Maybe offer prayer for work colleagues who are ill after learning to try this in our small group the night before. We can demonstrate the fruit of the Spirit in our actions as we practice this in the community of open heaven with each other and then out into our front lines. Finally, Hebrews encourages us to keep meeting together. And whilst this series has emphasised life on the front lines, equally important is coming together as God's people. Gathering with other Christians as church is where we're reminded of the core elements of our faith. This is the community that will help us remain faithful to our calling. It's the community that will affirm the significance of who you are, where we are, and where we are on our front lines. So meeting together is vital. So whether that's one-on-one -on -one discipleship or huddles, whether it's small groups or gatherings on Sundays or around tables for meals, meeting together is central to our spiritual life. Coming into this new season of freedom to gather in number is, numbers is perhaps something that we have to relearn. We might need to reprioritize gathering as open heaven to bring our contribution to the space where we can teach, guide, challenge, equip, encourage, love, and commission one another for our lives on the front line. Let's reimagine and recommit to gathering, knowing that it will feel a little strange to start with, but understanding that it's together we grow.